Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name. And we're still here. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Hey guys, it's Daniel Smooth from Time to BS. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. And I got something to tell you all today. If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one simple place. Let me explain before we start the show. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or even your computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and even and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one simple place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. So what are you waiting for? Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Thanks for tuning in, guys, and enjoy the show. Time to BS. I am shirtless and it's cold as hell in here, but I don't care. Hello again, peeps, and live, all well, sort of. Not really live, but we're, we're recording this. No live stream today, but we're coming to you from the Department of BS on the beaches of lovely Long Island, New York. It's time to BS for the 150th time for this godforsaken program as we welcome to you to football's return, as well as some other shit, but hey, more importantly, football! I'm coming to you sunburnt and dizzy as hell, recovering from sunburn and heat exhaustion, but here we are. I have cheated death once again. Regardless, I'm here to bring you the goods. Uh, I've been a lot better since it happened a few days ago, but what are we going to do, right? So, I've got a lot of stuff to get to, but uh, we'll start things off with the biggest news of the last week, which is Kevin Durant being a little bitch. 
basically saying it's Sean and Steve or it's me. So basically, to put this in more simple terms, um, he's pulling the insecure girlfriend route by saying it's football or me kind of talk. <laughs> Been there, done that. Um, shit can be funny sometimes. So, he's putting the ball in the hands of the Brooklyn Nets and owner Joe Sy by saying, fire GM Sean Marks and head coach Steve Nash or trade me. I don't even know what to say other than fucking why. Why, Kevin Durant, do you must be an insecure little bitch boy who has everything get on his fucking nerves, no matter what it is, even though it's literally fans trying to bust your balls. Now, I can't say shit as I happen to be a very sensitive individual, but I don't care. Listen, he's right to a certain extent to go this route, but for the wrong reason. This would have been a correct action if, let's say, Billy King were still the GM and Jason Kidd were still the head coach, but none of those happen to be the case. Yes, Steve Nash happens to be an unproven head coach, but you here's my, here's my question. Didn't you hire his ass in the first place, Kevin Durant? Or should I say... Kevin, didn't you, a competent individual who happens to be one of the greatest players ever, hire his ass? Yes, you, who is considered to be the best player in the game today. Yes, who did snake out OKC by going to Golden State to win two titles, but I digress. This whole thing has become one giant clusterfuck. First of all... Shut up, phone. Shut up. I forgot you you weren't on silent. This whole thing is stupid. First off, Kyrie Irving once again goes AWOL. And if you think the owners are going to be creating a new rule after Kyrie and Ben Simmons, you are fucking wrong because it's happening. No matter what you miss game, no matter what you miss games for, if you miss a game for any particular reason, you do not get paid. That will happen. Um, this is gonna get messy real fucking quick. He, he's basically saying, fire Sean Marks, who is a very good general manager, who got the Brooklyn Nets out of the pit of misery, courtesy of the former Billy King. Um, and Steve... Uh, the only thing I can agree on is firing Steve Nash because I, I personally would have brought back... would have brought in Kenny Atkinson, but Kyrie Irving fired him. So whose fault is this? <laughs> More stupidity comes into play. This is stupid. Um, I'm going to finish my thoughts before I continue to get pissed. Um... This is going to get really, really, really ugly. Um, just trade him to Sacramento for all I care. Trade him to the Kings. Get a boatload of picks back. You'll get people in the building in Sacramento. You'll get people in Sacramento in no time. Katie, get your fucking shit together. 
<sighs> okay, moving on. Uh, this will be a quick one because it's WWE, but I, I still got some shit to get to off of WWE. But we'll start things off by uh, saying Karrion Cross's return to WWE. And to quote the great Jim Ross, BY GOD! That was terrible. So, if you're an indie's nut job, you'll remember him as Killer Cross from TNA Impact. Uh, he happens to be a former two-time NXT champion who was released simply for being a Triple H creation. Now that Triple H is in charge and not bu- and not good old Vincey boy, things are getting good again. Um, if you were watching SmackDown, you would know that Hit Row also came back. So that's exciting. But this is about Karrion Cross, who is a top five talent in WWE, and it's not even close. Um, also completely unimportant, Scarlett, his wife, is smoking hot. Ergo, so agrees the entirety of the wrestling fan base. Scarlett Bordeaux. Subscribe to her OnlyFans page. <laughs> um... I will continue to die on this hill, however, saying Cody Rhodes will win the Royal Rumble and will win the undisputed title from Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 39. But Cross coming back is awesome. He's a terrific heel, and I cannot wait to see what's coming next for this. Um, Especially after Clash of the Castle between said Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre for a set of undisputed WWE title. Oh, Gotta crack your knuckles every now and then, guys. Um, Next up, uh, we're going to be going rogue here in Renegade style. Uh, No script for this one, but just from the heart. John Laurinaitis has been fired from WWE as head of town relations. Good fucking riddance. Um, I'm not even, like, annoyed... I'm just disgusted at why this took so long. Um, it's... Jesus. I'm not even... fucking... just... okay. I'm trying to, like, gather my thoughts here. Because if the reports are saying of what John Laurinaitis did was true, then CM Punk is absolutely fucking right by calling him a miserable fucking piece of shit all those years ago. Um, I understand it's a business, it's a publicly traded company. Doesn't mean you can fuck anyone you see. Um... People want to trash Deshaun Watson for what he did. This You can make a very good argument that what Laurinaitis and Vince McMahon did was worse. Actually, it's a terrible discussion. They're about... Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm going to shut up now. But... This whole thing is absolutely stupid. What's going on? 
Lauren and I just basically paid hush money along with Vince McMahon to WWE t- women's talent, uh, women's you know workers or whatever, and demoted them. I, I'm not even going to get to the story. It's just so bad. But uh, I'll discuss it during the next episode uh, where I'll go more in-depth on the Laurinaitis situation. But let's go to the next up on the list of what to talk about. Fucking Mariners. So I'm going to bring up an old topic that I discussed with Kenny the Sports Guy a few months ago. I said the Seattle Mariners would win the American League West and make the playoffs for the first time since winning an MLB record 116 games in 2001. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, As of tonight, the Mariners are 11 games back of the Houston Astros, or the Houston Assholes, we're going to call them, for said AOS title. But Seattle happens to be in in the playoff spot for the American League wildcard. The Mariners look really fucking good. Like, they look stupid good. Um, They traded for Luis Castillo, which was a phenomenal trade in hindsight. Gave up a boatload of prospects for arguably their biggest need, which was starting pitching. Because Robbie Ray, as good as he is, is not enough. You need more starting pitching, and they got him. They got in Castillo. Uh, Of course, the Yankees want to acquire every single player in fucking sight. But, I'm telling you, I'm starting to get sick of the Yankees. I'm starting to get sick of them. Because it's like, oh, we need to get Bryce Harper. Oh, we need to get Mike Trout. Oh, we should trade for Shohei Otani. He's like, shut up. Shut up. Who cares? Maybe this is just me being the football fan. But at the same time, I digress. Um, Speaking of New York, the Mets are winning the National League East. It's going to happen. I don't see them losing this division race, unless if the Braves decide to take steroids. Speaking of steroids, Fernando Tatis got suspended. Um, <laughs> um, they're gonna win. The, the Mets are gonna win the second most games in, in the National League behind, of course, the fucking Dodgers. Um, I cannot place any baseball bets because I, I just, I just refuse to do so. But I will say the Mets have a very, 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 very good of a chance. They have as good of a chance. At that beautiful World Series trophy as they've ever had in a very long time. Yankees? Eh? Toss-up? Who knows? Okay, so we're going to close out this episode with previewing the AFC West. So, in my hands, I have the Christmas Christ. That was terrible. Um, So... We're going to start off with the Raiders. We're going to start previewing the Las Vegas Raiders uh, with new head coach Josh McDaniels. That's still funny. That's still really funny to me. 
I'm like, I'm not even annoyed at that. It's just funny that Josh McDaniels got a head coaching job again. Um, of course, the Raiders made some moves by trading Khalil Mack to... Why am I thinking of the Bears? Did I just... Oh, my... Did I just pull a Chicago... Did I just think of the Chicago Bears? That's a fine. Uh, they traded for Devontae Adams. Wow! I'm tired. Um, they signed Chandler Jones... The trade for Rocky Sin. I don't know. I don't know what to think of the Raiders this year. I really don't. Um, Devontae Adams helps, however. It helps. It helps knowing that you have a number one receiver on your team. But some of it doesn't seem right. I think they win seven games and miss the playoffs by like three games. I don't think they're making it. The AFC is way too, way too, way too loaded this year. Speaking of, let's talk about the uh, reigning, or I guess the AFC runner-up, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, who traded Tyreek Hill because he wanted a $30 million per year contract. He got it from the Dolphins. Uh, and in this, in this place are Marquez Valdez-Scanling and Juju Smith-Schuster. Okay. Okay. Um, listen. Kansas City's not going to throw for like 60,000 yards again. They're just not. Uh, Mahomes is still there. Duh. Uh, the offensive line is still really, really, really good. Uh, thanks to Creed Humphrey and the Seahawks' stupidity by not taking him in the second round in 2021. I digress. Um... They still got a really good offensive line. Andrew Wiley, Trey Smith, Joe Tooney, Orlando Brown to name the to round up the five starters. Defensively, I don't know what to think of this team. I really don't. Because Justin Reed comes in for Tyron Matthew. Trent McDuffie is a tra- draft in the first round for Trevor's Ward. Why? Okay. I'm going to throw this off the limb and say the Chiefs finished second in the West. So I'm just going to get that out of the gate. Um, Next up, the Chargers. I'm going to pick this team to win the AFC West. They look sneaky good. I feel like something tells me the Chargers are going to win, like, 13 games and, like, just beat out Buffalo for the AFC title. Regular season, that is. Um, okay, so I'm going to read off the acquisitions that Los Angeles has made this offseason. Troy Reader, Kyle Van Noy, Khalil Mack, Bryce Callahan, J.C. Jackson, Sebastian Joseph Day, Austin Johnson, Gerald Everett, Zion Johnson in the first round. That's really good. That's really, really, really good. Um, but something tells me the Chargers are going to be interesting. Because I don't know what to think of their head coach. 
But Justin Herbert's real. Justin Herbert can sling it. He also has gorgeous hair. On a side note. Um, Alright, so... Finally... The Denver Broncos, the team, the, the offseason champions. You have potential, Denver. You can do stuff. Why do I not trust you? Like, I'm not even, like, annoyed. As much as just, like, fucking Why? Why do I not trust this team? Like, at all. It's not even the fact of... I'm just going to throw this off the limb and say Denver just misses the playoffs. Something does not feel right about Denver. I do not believe them for one second. Defensively, they look a lot better. Adding Randy Gregory and Alex Singleton, along with Kawan Williams, they added those guys. It's just something doesn't seem right. Billy Turner on the offensive line definitely helps. Um, why do I get a strange feeling that this is not going to be as great of a team as people may seem they'll be? It's just, it just doesn't seem right to say Denver's going to win 14 games, win, win the AFC, and it just, ugh. I don't know what to think here. Mike, if you're listening, I I hope you are. Because I asked you about this, and you even said, I don't trust this team. Because it's Denver. What have they done in the last six years that has proven anything to say they're incompetent? Sure, you trade for Russell Wilson. Good for you. But you cannot tell me that Denver is a Super Bowl team because it's the fucking Broncos. They haven't done shit since winning the Super Bowl in 2015. With a fossil and Peyton Manning. Go watch that team. It was amazing how they won the Super Bowl that year. Because they had a Hall of Fame defense. I digress. I don't think of Denver... As this all-worldly talent. But if they're going to do anything. Russell Wilson has got to stop being a, oh, look at me. Kind of guy. Showing up to training camp in a fucking tank truck. And your own jersey. Yeah, you're trying way too hard, man. You're trying way too hard. I get it, Sierra's your wife. Sierra has not been relevant in 15 years. Suck it, bitch. And I'm right. I'm not the music nutjob for nothing. But, 
just going to end my thoughts in saying Denver misses the playoffs. 10-7 and seven, misses the playoffs. Third in the AFC West. Okay. That'll do it for us here in this lovely episode of Time to BS. Thank you for tuning in to episode 150 of the program. I am Standard Smooth coming to you from the bullshit department from the beaches of Long Island, New York, and I will see you guys around. Have a good one, guys. Mm-hmm.